BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. Hey. He goes wrong, cause Todd's so big hearted. Hey. On the podcast and before his gets started. I never take for granted you might hear of a date, so if you live in Springfield, Missouri, or if you live in Bentonville, Arkansas, or if you live in Minneapolis, at the War Theater, I cheated on that one to let you know, or if you live in Arizona, or if you live in Denver, you're going to want to go to my website because I'm coming to your city in June. Mm-hmm. That's right. And last minute, I'll be going to the Helium May 18th and 19th. There you go. Okay? And Catalina is being... We were going to do it in July... But now we're redoing it. We're going to do the Catalina experience. Oh, believe me, you. We're going to do the Catalina experience. But the date's getting moved. But don't give up on this Catalina experience. All right? Count to ten. One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Three Mississippi. Four Mississippi. All right, thank you. Now, who do you think that was? Who do you think that was? Did you guess John Brand Wagner? Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. You're right. All right. So today, Henry, you wanted to throw, uh, not Henry, you wanted to throw love somebody's way. Danny Robbins. Danny Robbins. He, uh, I'm, right now I'm going sober from pot, and he messaged me and said, you got it, brother. And I really appreciate him. And I went to his band camp, and I donated $2. See the way the love just keeps going around. The love just keeps going around. Danny Robbins is a good guy. So we throw love his way. Matter of fact, we might get on a flight, right? Yeah. We're going to get on a flight. We're going to drive around his neighborhood, find him, knock on his door, in a loving way, punch him right in the face. Right in his face. Right in his face. Then get back in the car, drive to the airport, 
Get on a plane, come back to L.A. I have to take a bus, but we won't get into it. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get on a flight. Yeah. I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to get on a flight. I'm going to land in his city, and then I'll wait for you at the bus station. Yeah, you're uh, gonna, if you don't mind. No, no, it's okay. You'll get in on the bus, and then we'll still... I'll be waiting. I'll rent a car. Then we'll drive over. Yeah. Then we'll be there. And then we'll be there. We're going to punch you in the neck, all in the name of love. So there we go. That's done. I don't have my driver's license. Do you have your driver's license? Oh, yeah, but I don't want to... I mean, I thought once I drove to pick you up... Then you could drive over to Danny's house. Oh, I mean, I got it got suspended ever since the accident. So. Oh, Jesus. Well, you know, Danny, maybe you should fly here and we'll punch you in the face. All right, that works out a lot better. Yeah, you yeah. fly here, we'll punch you in the face and give you a grilled cheese sandwich. Thank you. All right, Danny, there you go. Catalina. Uh, I'm so, don't, don't give up on us. The Catalina experience, and by the way, I know so much about the Catalina experience now that now I can't wait. But you should go, even if you're not going when we're going. All right. Enough. lot going on in June. I wonder if people are like, Bentonville? He's coming to Bentonville? Yeah. All right. Arizona, June. Bentonville in June, Springfield, Missouri in June, Royal Oak Theater in Minneapolis in June, Denver in June. Jeez Louise. I got a busy June. That was the name of my first country oh, hit. You beat me too. I got you. Ah, you're so mad. Oh, I'm so furious. Why don't be mad? I can't wait for Danny Robbins to get here so I can take all my anger out on his face. And give him a grilled cheese sandwich. I love him. Honey! John Brent Wagner is mentioning me on the Todd Glass show. What are you how what are you doing upstairs, honey? Oh, great. By the time you get down here, they're not gonna be mentioning it anymore. And my 15-second rewind button is broke. Danny Robbins, Danny Robbins, Danny Robbins. Honey! Come down here! Danny Robbins, Danny Robbins, they're Danny still Robbins. Mentioning it. Honey, they, John keeps saying my name over. Danny Robbins, over Danny again. Robbins, Danny Robbins. Keep, 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 keep. Danny Robbins, Danny Robbins, Danny Honey, Robbins, Danny Robbins. He's mentioning it over and over again. Danny Robbins, Danny Robbins, Danny Robbins, Danny Robbins. Uh, are you up there? Danny Robbins, Danny Robbins, oh Danny Robbins. Oh my God. All right. Well, that's our show. Is there anybody else you want to throw some love out? That's not the show. That's the opening. Henry Phillips is the show. Hey, it's, hey, Todd, it's Henry. Uh, listen, uh... Uh, uh, is there anybody else? That's that's my impersonation. If anyone out there is uh, also going through their own personal struggle of trying to get sober, uh, uh, keep it up. You're you're an amazing human being, and we're proud of you. And it's goddamn, it's you can never throw enough positivity some no, ways way. Because you know why? I'm I, I, I my food thing. I I don't do great with it. I think that's where all my empathy comes in. I'm lucky it's food, but goddamn it. I'm so... I'm lucky it was pot. Like, right. You just... You don't... Nobody chooses their vices. And I think a lot of people, whatever it is that they want to change and they can't, sometimes we don't use that to have empathy for other people. The thing that they're trying to get, get off of might be causing more destruction, but it doesn't matter. To, to just relate, all you got to do is find something that you've been trying to stop doing. Even if it doesn't cause the destruction that someone else's vice is, 
And that's all you need to relate. Doesn't mean you have to excuse it. Relating and excusing are two different things. So I use my food. It's, that's why I don't, you can't say it without cursing. It is fucking hard. So whatever you're doing, if, if you got off of something, you did it for a day, whatever, a week, I'm so proud of you. I'm so, so proud of you. I'm, you, don't, you don't get it. I'll reach through this phone and I will hug the living shit out of you. And your family is proud of you. And I can't express it enough. I'm so goddamn proud of you. One day, three days, a hundred days. It's so hard. It is so hard and you want to relapse. So I, at least what's on the other side of this is something like us throwing you some positivity. I know I need it. So I guess you, I figure you need it and I'm giving it to you and it's not bullshit. If you need some more positivity, just reach out. We're always here for you. John will send you a voice memo. I'll send you two voice memos. He'll send you two voice memos. All right, I'll make it three voice He'll memos. He'll send you three voice memos. All right, I have four voice memos. All right, so you, four. you get it. John will send you four voice I'll memos. I'll send a five. I'll send a five. All right, all right, all right. We're missing, you're missing the point here. Six and, voice right. memos right. for you. All okay. positivity. All right. So John is going to send you. He'll send you six voice memos. Whoa. Oh, six too many? No, no, no. I was, was going to say seven. Oh, se- he'll send you seven voice memos. We'll hug the shit out of you through this phone. You don't understand what me and John will do. We'll crawl through the phone. We'll crawl through the phone. And then we'll come out of your phone. We'll appear. And then we'll, we'll, we'll give you a bear hug like you don't even know. We'll squeeze the living shit out of you. Because... And in the meantime, right now, Todd and I, we're going we're gonna to group hug with the phone in between with us. With the phone in between and us. And you hug your phone. And you hug your hugging. phone. And now we're all hugging. You're so good. You're so good. You're Patting you on the back. Patting you on the back. Taking your face in between our hands and just mushing it. Oh, the eye contact is palpable. Wow. Is this helping at all? I hope it is. I really do. Like, you can do this. You can do this. Not you can, even, even when you think you can't, even when you go, fuck it, you're, you can do it. And there's so much greatness on the other side of this. Life's great. You're great. There's no reason not to do it. You're beautiful. Life is good. Life is good. And even when it gets so fucking overwhelming that you get, even on the littlest thing, sometimes we go, oh, it gets overwhelming. You think it had to be something gigantic. It could be. Sometimes it's something small. Sometimes it's something in your head you can't get out. But I'm telling you. It's a test. And once you pass that test, shut you feel up. that much better. You got a lot of nerve giving people a test. I don't even like that bit. Anyway. All we're saying is, finish your thought. No, I said. Yeah, that's what you, that's all you got? <laughs> well, actually, I No, did. I hate it. I hate ruining all this positivity no, 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 with no, no, a no, dumb no. joke. I'm, no, I'm not worth it. I have one thing. I'm not worth it. Oh, what is it? Uh, I just got done listening to an audiobook. I'm not going to say I read it. I'm not one of those people. But uh, it's called The Alchemist, and it's really good. It talks about, like, the human struggle from a point of view, and it's... Listen to it. It, it, it. It'll change your life. Listen to The Alchemist. You hear him? All right. So you're great. And I love you. And you're, uh, you're something else. Go watch Mr. Rogers stuff. And then go bite a puppy. And then tell me how you feel. <laughs> All right. That's it. Enjoy Henry Phillips. Now entering Nerdist.com. She goes, I don't know. 
$100,000? Oh, you know, people ruin it. People ruin that game when they guess too high. Does Brian Regan have a bit about this? But if he she, does, scrub it from the internet. She was serious. I go hundred thousand dollars because I I don't know what like eighty thousand. I don't know. And I go okay, it's thirty eight hundred. She goes okay, and I go, all right. How many cigarettes did I not smoke? And the answer is uh, twelve thousand seven hundred ninety three. She's like I I don't know, eight hundred. Oh, there you go. You <laughs> so you felt good in that way. How do you oh. feel? I got good news for you. I got good news for you. I got good news for you. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. That story you just told ended up being the cold opening on the top. No. Yes. How about a hand for Howard Golson making it, having his own cold opening? Man, Everybody, oh man. Come that was on. a good opening. Wait, did I say anything uh, racial during that story? No. Because I want to get it out. Henry of Phillips is our guest, everybody. <laughs> here we go. Henry Phillips is here. We're so happy he Henry Phillips is here. We're so happy he's here. Henry Phillips is here. Todd. This is the Todd Glass Show. Right in your face, the way you like it. I know you're smiling. Hi. Todd. Would you like some betting music as you talk? Sure. Because Sam is great at it. I was going to ask you. Betting. You know, that's what they call it in the radio business. Betting music. Like, it's it's in the betting of it. What did you think I said? Betting. Like, place your bets. No, no, no. What would that sound like, though? Sam smells like pot and liquor tonight. It's embarrassing. But what were you going to say? I was going to say, I want you to guess how much money I spend every week on alcohol. Just guess. Uh, like, what would you really think it is? <laughs> that's so... Oh, my God. That's... Do you really want me to guess? I would love it, yeah. Okay. Do you drink hard liquor or just beer? Uh, both. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you, I, I have to make some as valuations. Like, okay. you might... There's there's limits. Like, you, you might drink a lot, but when you get to the point where you can tell it in someone's face, yeah. like, you know, you don't have like a nose of an alcoholic. So okay. I have to start taking a hundred thousand dollars. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Like I can tell well, Henry, you have good skin. You know, I can tell when there's somebody that's not doing like, you know, you start to see it. So I'm going to say it's not in that also area. Depends Maybe where, I spend a lot. Where are you drinking? Yeah. Okay. And where I go. So I'm going to say, do you have, oh, is this? puts a lot of pressure on me. By the way, I know that everything I just said in the last 60 seconds was absurd, even now looking back on it. Like, oh, you don't have a nose of an alcoholic. Like, anything after that is okay. You know, it's like, as long <laughs> as you don't have a big alcoholic Kennedy nose. Well, your skin's not yellow. Yeah, your skin's not yellow. You're still alive. Okay, I don't <laughs> know if I want to Do we have guess. intro music for this game? Do we have intro music? You know, I, just, you, I just want to hear a guess because I can't oh, wait we to do tell have, you the real amount. You know the music he's talking about. The... Uh, <laughs> You know what it was for the Skittles? Yeah, Is yeah, that yeah. what you're thinking? I know. Well, that, that, you yeah, like game? I like games. Oh, let me put that back. Sorry. Oh, good. I, Ladies I, I can't wait till you hear how much, but I can't Ladies wait to hear Ladies and gentlemen, guess. do you like to guess? Well, this is the game show called Guess How Much Henry Phillips Spends on Liquor Every Week. 
tonight, <laughs> playing the game in the studio audiences on drums, the very talented Jonathan. Woo! On keyboards, on how much money does Henry Phillips spend on liquors, the wonderful Sam. Hey, I love Sam. Oh, yes. Eric Olson is here, as always, joined by Aristotle and John Brand Wagner this week on How Much Money Does Henry Phillips Spend on Liquor? Back to the game. Can I go first? Um, yes. I'm going to guess... Zero. I think people come over. They bring a stop it. A you're being pack. you're being silly. There's a few left over in your fridge. You know how I know you're not being to serious. Get, enough to get by on those until someone else brings you some more beer. Okay, you, no, no. I, I think Carlin, that's a good guess. To George Carlin. Yeah. Why not? You have people come over. You I sometimes to bring you some have. Wouldn't you say you he spends not. ten bucks? Give some. So you think he spends zero? By the way, you might be right. Can I guess? Are we averaging well, every week throughout the I, year? I'm going to say zero is wrong, but I, I think that was a good <laughs> it was a good guess because sometimes these are trick questions, right? That would have been no. like, I might have had no. that all planned out. Okay, wait. Not on this Can show. I, John wants Bif- to guess. Uh, are you going to answer us honestly? Um, it depends. I know. <laughs> I know that. Uh, well, I'm I'm hoping that nobody gets the exact amount because Great that's going to really man, Sam take really all the wind out of the sails of the whole game. If you guess the right amount, that's going to really piss me off. Well, I know that. Uh, okay, go ahead, John. I know that Drew Carey has a Budweiser sponsorship, so he gets his beer for free. So I'm going to guess one dollar, Bob. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, no. Fifty-two dollars. Okay. A week. A week. Okay. I'm gonna. No. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say more. Okay. No, no, but uh, I just said that because the look in your face, not because anything I know. So, I don't know. You like? I bet you like to have a, you know, f- I, I, gar- I mean, I would think you like to have like four or five beers a night. Ooh, you're getting warm. <laughs> okay, so, and then maybe like maybe on a night like I would think like if you're not going out like, I mean, it depends as as like I can think of what I drank when I was younger, you know, like. Just because it didn't work for me. Now that was a completely different story. When I even when I was forty, that was a different story. Oh, you're getting warm. Yeah, when I was forty, <laughs> like I was still. Uh, when I was forty, it was like I was twenty-one. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. You're getting and, real and by warm. the way, I loved it. You know, I, I thank God I just you know a few a few things I did that I said I don't want to do again, and one was waking up for radio hungover, and I remember saying I'll never do that again. You're like, steaming I, hot right I now. Can't, I can't control that many things in life, but I could. I go wow. You can say that will never happen again. You didn't say you'd never be sick. You didn't say you'd never have the flu. You said you could make sure for the... And that means you could still go out the night before even and drink. The question was how much Henry spends on (laughs) alcohol. Sorry. No, but this is an educated (laughs) guess. It's a half-hour show, so we got to make sure. More than a half-hour show. No, no, the game. The game show. (laughs) Yes, can we get some more game show music, please? I like when we ask Sam for... What's your last name, Sam? Genitis. But the game show Sam needs to be Sam Genitis, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. With people reasoning. Okay. So okay. I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I went off. Uh, Todd. Okay. I love the background music, Sam. This is why this is a big show. People are so jealous of this show. There's no way you're going to guess this. Okay. So I'm going to say. Let's see. Okay. A week. $65. You, I must have told you this in no, the conversation. No, there's to no George way Carlin, that you just hit $65. To George Carlin? 
No, I'm doing a little bit. Oh, I love to no, do it. I like to change my answer. It's the reality, Todd. The reality, Todd, is I spend 500000 <laughs> Actually, these guys were right. Um, you just people. My over. friends think I'm poor, so they generally buy me my drinks. It's actually about seven dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't go over, but I drink like fucking crazy. So that's <laughs> like, for example, I've had two tonight, yeah, and I haven't I round paid it anything. No, I've even an, had some. This pretzels. is an intervention. Where's Doctor Drew? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went fifty-two because that's how much I can. That's how much. It's that's an easy spend in at least one night. I'd yeah, like yeah. That. No, I mean, if I were paying for these two beers, that that'd be what twelve bucks right there. Poke bowl. Poke bowl. Hi, this is Todd Glass. And that poke bowl, the people have been very nice to me. Boy, do I love that poke bowl. It works so great. John, tell them your experience about it. It saved my life when I was hanging off the edge of a cliff. And poke bowl was there for us. Poke bowl, follow them on Twitter. Learn about them. Learn about their products. Poke bowl, you're going to like the way. I used to clean my bowls with the palm of my hand. Now, with poke bowl, no more mess. Use the palm of your hand, you end up getting arthritis, <laughs> having your hands chopped off because the doctor tells you it's the only way to save your life. Is that worth it? No. Get Pokeball. Have you tried using generic uh, ashtrays and uh, they break on you? A friend of mine had a generic ashtray. His whole house caught on fire. Womp <laughs> womp. Your house is on fire and then your neighbor's houses might be on fire. You don't want to be responsible for your whole block burning down. Pokeball can't guarantee that that won't happen with Pokeball, but we guarantee it's going to be a lot less likely. Pokeball! Pokeball! Do you remember uh, when you were growing up? uh, That's what I love about Henry. People saying... uh, It goes right back. Oh, I thought the commercial was over. No, it is. (laughs) Oh, okay. But I love that you don't get... You're not like a wounded dog after we do... We could interrupt you with 30 minutes of jingles and buzzers and noise and fake vomiting. (laughs) When we're all done, Henry just goes... You know, like, <laughs> I was at the mall, and you're like, that's well, what we love. That's thought, what I love. It's a thought that was triggered when you said arthritis. It reminded me. Don't say me, triggered. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to crack my knuckles like crazy, and I still do. I still do, too. I do used you to remember too, that people, yeah. used, people used to say that gives you arthritis? Did not you ever true. hear that? It's yeah, not it's, true. it's completely not true. I asked my chiropractor. I'm 48. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, edit that out. <laughs> say you're 28, seriously. But it's like, How I, old are you? Uh, somewhere around 28, <laughs> I sure. guess. Yes, that wasn't convincing. Everybody knows their age. That's like, okay. But yeah, say to be what you were saying about the like, cracking oh, of the I knuckles. I think I'm like 28 or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> say, talk about your cracking your knuckles because I've uh, well, yeah. definitely opinions No, but it's like, this. would that have been that difficult when I was in third grade and say somebody told me that some dude who was in his 50s who didn't have arthritis, who did it his whole life, would it have been that hard for him to clear it all up and go, no, it doesn't happen because I've been doing it. It's like that would have been a real – because I, I remember being worried about it for years after that. Right. And can I tell it you – It turned out to be total bullshit. It's bullshit. And, and look, whatever you think of chiropractors – and I bet there's a lot of bad ones, but I bet a lot of them know about – there's a lot of good ones too. But I get why they have a bad rep. But yeah, I don't know. To me, they – Sometimes my chiropractor is responsible for stretching me. Like he, so that's that alone. You know that he believes in that he'll. If he's oh, not yeah. busy, he'll spend and and then just it's not always crack happy. That's not the point. <laughs> yeah, all that prefacing was because I di- I'm looking for you to place value on my chiropractor's opinion. And before I do that, I think I have to put it in perspective what I think he knows. So I asked yeah. him about the cracking of the knuckles. Not only did I ask them, it's because I've heard that my whole life. Yeah. I know this sounds crazy, but I asked him a second time. And I didn't know if he was going to go, I already talked about this, didn't I? He, he forgot, obviously. It was probably two years later. And I said, I think I've asked you this before, but the knuckles, he said the same thing. Basically, it's air. And I go, nothing? Is there any chiropractors that disagree? Like, he goes, no, no, it's just not 
real. It's completely fake. Sometimes maybe older people, their knuckles and whole hands do get bigger. So you might look at an older person and maybe they think, oh, I cracked. But no, there's no truth. Can I tell you it? I love it because I love cracking my knuckles. Yeah, why is it so satisfying? But, but and some somebody people, else's knuckles, some too. Some people can't stand it. They're like, ew, what are you doing? When my nephew, by the way, if someone was bothered by me cracking my knuckles, honestly, just because I know what it's like to have something you, you feel bad, I, would, I, I could not do it around them, and I wouldn't mind. So that's, that wouldn't be an issue yeah, for I'm me. Yeah, I'm an addict. No. So, but my nephew. <laughs> a crack addict? My, my, you're a crack addict. A crack God, addict. Play some music for yourself, you dumb fuck. That, that, <laughs> that deserved hey. some music. <laughs> crack John addict. Brian Wagner, he said he's a crack addict. We'd like to honor him here at the University of West Virginia for his comic excellence. John Brand Wagner originally started comedy out of the Kansas City area and then moved to Los Angeles, quickly earning himself a spot doing the music of the Todd Glass Show. Tonight we sit here and we honor John Brand Wagner. And the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. An excellent drop. An excellent drop like we've never seen before. All right, back to the show. So anyway, the hands get bigger and bigger. Yeah. So when my nephew, he was, um, when he was little, he probably was five. And I, and I was crack. I, you know, I feel horrible because, you know, I started to crack his toes. Like he was, you yeah. know, just say he had his, had his foot up on the sofa. He, you know what? He was probably closer to four because I know in the way he said it to me. Like oh, yeah, he didn't, yeah. Five-year-old can speak yeah, yeah. perfectly. Because he might have been three. Yeah. And I go to crack his little toe, and he goes, no, my dad does that. Oh. <laughs> like, he, you know, because he didn't he, want my dad's just like, not not in like my brother torches, but you can yeah, see yeah. my brother, let me crack. And he's like, no, my dad. <laughs> you know, my brother's not mean, you know. But yeah. I thought, oh my, how much me and my brother are like, because oh, I yeah. picture my brother Spencer just, you know. Getting like, a sense. I feel horrible, yeah. like, you know, he's a little kid. Let me crack your toe. No one's around. Yeah. But guess yeah. what? Then he learned to love it, because if, if he guessed how much it cracked, I'd give him money. Ooh. I go, is it going to be one crack, two, or three? Because sometimes you get crack, crack, crack on the toe. Oh, So wow. he'd be like, one. I'd be like, I don't know. He goes, I don't think it's going to go at all. And then when it went, I would get up. I would, first of all, I'd be totally serious. I'd be, I'd be like, that's right. Don't ever doubt me, Tyler. Don't ever doubt me. I knew it was going to go. And it was like, there you go. Crack. I'd be like, that's right. Well, now he had to have his leg amputated. Oh, no. Now that's why I feel funny telling this oh, story. Oh, that's awesome. So he cut. Cut two, cut two. I go to his graduation. No, I'm kidding. Like, oh man, now, he's fine. They saw him I, back I, on. I heard he started a casino, and uh, it's a new kind of gambling where they crack your toe and you <laughs> bet how many cracks it's gonna make. It's like a safer kind of a gambling thing. You know? <laughs> Can you imagine a guy like, I lost my whole damned house. I thought it was gonna be three cracks. <laughs> One goddamn oh, a crack. three crack is like a just the big toe is a the mother load. Yeah, and when you get your thumb and it goes all the way up your arm, you know, because you get a good crack in. And I always say it's good for you because otherwise your fingers turn like twisted and and like and then you have to crack them and keep them straight. Oh, oh you want to go man. crack? You want to go? Yeah, we got a crack. Sure. Can you crack your um, neck? I remember. Uh, uh, I can as much as I used to be able to, but I used to too. But I still do. But I used to too. Yeah. By the way, take yeah, a break. We'll just, be back with more of the Todd Glass show. It just no, I said we'll take a break. Oh, but it just you take a break. Why you have to let me take My a break? My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. The Todd Glass show on the Nerdist Network. Thank you. We're back. All right, so Henry, it's all about you now. Is that the way the quote goes? I thought it was. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? what? You I thought 
I thought that way too, but then I went, wait, that is his well, voice. Well, you're to be honest with you, you, I get them from a company, it's cheaper, but they have to say them a little off. Like the other one. <laughs> so that one, wasn't Kennedy? No, that wasn't Kennedy, and the line's a little different. <laughs> Why like can't our, you use the One Kennedy? small step for mankind, one huge Aruni step for... Uh, uh, the other, th- but people th- know th- that he—that's not what he said when he <laughs> got there. I mean, <laughs> but people don't hear; they don't listen. Yeah, yeah. You no know how like you get a, there's a T-shirt that kind of like has a little, the sleeves a little off, so it's cheaper. Right. It's like a knockoff. It's the happy uh, face, but it's oval. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank like you. The, uh, Good the only thing we have to fear is, is clowns. Is Thelma? <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. It's like, wait, he didn't. Wait, say he that. didn't say that. Right. And yeah. they have a picture of it coming out of Martin Luther King's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing, would. not Martin Luther King, who said the only thing we have to fear is fear. I think that was uh, that was Roosevelt. But he never Martin met my mother-in-law. Martin Luther King was I have a dream. My comedy's fun. I had a dream, and you were there, and you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a dream. You were marshmallow. Daniel Tosh's joke. I had a dream. You were in a pool full of marshmallows. You were there, Todd. Mike Merrifield, I know you listen until we mention your name and then you go to bed. So let's all say goodnight to Mike. Good night, Mike. Good night, Mike. Good night, Mike. Good night, Mike. We hope you sleep well, Mike. Good sleep, little Mike. Sleep, little Mike. Go to bed. The cradle will rock. Thank you. And Hotel Emma, if you were in San Antonio, I feel bad like I'm. I, I said something about this hotel that I stayed at in San Antonio, and I felt like, why did I have to indirectly give a jab to the Rich Carlton? Because if the Rich Carlton in any city let me stay there, I'd be like, it's crazy. Just the rooms. There's a there's a oh, yeah. there's a different cleanliness. You know, uh, you 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 know what I mean. Like, and by the way, I don't stay there ever unless I'm opening for someone, and you get to stay. But it's always a treat. Yeah. But it doesn't have a ton of. So what I said was about this tell, which I, I don't want to burn a bridge with the with the. Maybe I should just shut up. <laughs> why do I have to take a positive and make it a negative? You know why? Because I wanted to explain the type of the type of you know what sometimes a hotel tries to be chic, but if you hey look I give it credit even if it's like a hotel six but someone takes it over and they figure out a cheap way to make it look cool but in actuality the beds aren't that comfortable mm-hmm. but they made it look funky. I even give that credit because if you know I give that credit, but sometimes you, you when they try to make it funky. You still need some of the staples, you know? Mm-hmm. This was like if the Ritz Carlton decided to be funky. Yeah. So, yeah. it like, the beds were the best in the bath, but it was a cement, you know, but it was like, it had soul. Wow. But it was also not trying to take a ratty place and give it a little yeah. makeover and give, call it retro. It was it was like if the Ritz Carlton, just the, the, the amount of time the room service went till and the, the, what the lobby was like and what the bar was like and the coffee shop within it, was like it all had soul, it all had character, but yet it was, the rooms were nice and mm-hmm. big and clean and, you know, and just perfect. That was the name of the hotel, Hotel Emma? Hotel Emma. I When I saw you had written down Hotel Emma, mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be a story about a girl named Emma that has now been come to known as Hotel Emma. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is. Oh, I can't wait to hear this story. Yeah, I think I've met Hotel Emma. <laughs> it is a story. It is a story. About a guy that went to San Antonio. Nice hotel there we go. skill. Yeah. You know what? I just. I think I just did that hotel the justice they deserve. Because that's the, I think, I hope I explain it right. What if they're like, we appreciate the compliment, but he gives it to us in a weird way? Or do you think I did it in a good way? 
Right? Hotel owner, let me they're know. They're usually corporate kind of weirdos that so they don't understand. Why do you have to insult them? You don't get well, that. I'm not getting You know what? I don't want you to butt it. It's not Emma. She gets it. Yeah, but yeah, if you're good, they're not, there must be corporate people to get it. You can't create a hotel you're like right. that unless you get it. You're you right. have to get it. Have Everything, get it. the lighting, the, the style in the friendliness of the employees. Like, there's a certain. I don't like when it's subservient to the point of where it makes me feel bad. Like, I don't want to be in a hotel where someone, if they work there, feels like they have to apologize if they got on the elevator when they're with you. And there's some in the hotels. It's all the way they train them. I don't want that. This well, wasn't yeah, that. This, this was uh, just um, the, 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 the behind the desk. You believe that they were that friendly. That you, everybody at the, at the coffee shop, everybody everywhere was just like made you feel like like it felt good to be there. Felt it. It felt like you. You know what? It felt like a little bit of home. Well, can I tell you a little bit of a problem that I had? And I'm not getting any money hotel. from them. I was at. You get a small kickback. I, I'm from not going to say the name of the hotel, but they pissed me off. But it was one of those. Where? Let's, let's say it was an extended stay type place. But here's the thing. But it's not extended stay. It's. It was a. You'd know that it's one of those places that has a stove. Is this like a travel show? They have a kitchen, yeah. What if me and you had a travel show and we went to different cities? I went to the nicest hotel and then you went to the cheapest hotel and we talked about our experience. Well, you you stay in a lot of hotels, so I want you to know if I'm in the wrong on this one. Are you being serious? Yeah, yeah. So George Garland? Well, (laughs) when when it's... When I go to these places, you know, I I'll, tra- I'll give I you travel, an honest you know, answer. Okay, sure. You know, I'll go to places like Indiana, Wisconsin, or whatever, right. Milwaukee, or whatever. Uh, so I go to places where it's really cold. So I like to do my run though, but I can't run outside. And also, you know, we're doing shows and we got radio, so who knows right, when right. we're gonna run? And also, I can't wear clothes when I'm running. You know. Oh, I didn't. So know that. what I'll try to do is I'll try to get it done in my hotel room, but this particular place this extended stay place had like this tiny room so i was like all right well i'll just run in the hallway you know and it's after 10 so there's not people you know going around. but you're naked well of course you know because i don't want to um sweat you know my clothes or anything like that so and i've got a helmet you know so i'm being safe (laughs) you know and i'm just running you know up and down the hallway and all of a sudden, uh, this security type guy comes over and says, hey, what the hell is going on here? And I said, well, I'm doing my workout, you know. And he said, you can't do that. We're getting people complaining downstairs. And I'm like, wow, what? Here's my question. One, what people are up after 10 p.m. at the Town Place Suites in Indiana? Well, that is weird. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not trying to agree with you, but yeah, I, I don't. You know. I don't think people were complaining because they would have to be in the hallway right below me, right? So at that doesn't 10 even o'clock. Make sense. Who's, who's up yeah, at 10 yeah. at night? So I just we're kept weirdos. on running. I just kept on running. Right. And I ran a half hour. And, of course, I, I listen to my music. <laughs> I've got my... <laughs> Sorry. This bit kick is just... You just keep adding. <laughs> I had well, my ghetto first blast. First of all, I love the judgment of somebody <laughs> running up and down the hallway judging. Who's up at 10 o'clock? And you know the funny story? <laughs> that security guard grew up to be me. Yeah. What? He was a very young security guard. When I was... I like to break out into song, but here's how much I'm comfortable with. You there ready? Out of nowhere. Say something and then I'll break. Say, say, Todd, where were you that summer? Say, so, Todd, where were you that summer? Where was I that summer? I took a walk on the beach. It was a Friday night. I walked straight towards the pier and I said, that's it. That's a, that's the amount of improv I can do. After that, I'm exhausted. That's I'm already. It sounds improv! like, uh, it sounds a little Thank like you. the, uh, I make most of my money singing. The third act of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. 
It was a real crazy, sparkly, strictly dark. She wore that hey. <laughs> was that Tom Waits? That's Tom. You want to hear some real yeah, Tom Waits? Very Tom Waits. All right, let's hear. Henry, I want to let you know that I'm glad you're here. Sometimes we all make requests. Oh yeah. And sometimes Todd books the perfect guest. Wrote the song with jingles based upon what Henry Phillips is on. Shall we go big? I love those. What I, oh, I thought there was more music. Henry Phillips is here. John, did you write a song for John for Henry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All I right. Promise you. No, John, did you re- did you really you wrote, you're supposed He's to write a song? One. Yeah, yeah. All right, because they'll make us look foolish. Did you rehearse it with? Uh, did you rehearse it with uh, yeah, yeah, Sam? Yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam. I'm going gonna... to tell you right now. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This uh, Don't make a fool of me, and don't make a fool of my guests. If you're going to improv a song and have a silly fun time, that's fine. Admit that's what it is. But You're going to feel embarrassed that you're prefacing. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel... Okay, well, Jarek, help me out here. You know, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but you know in the past when they tell us they rehearsed a song and it's not rehearsed. Well, you wouldn't lie about it, would you? You rehearsed this. I is it an improv? Sam, Sam and I. Sam, get back it up. Hold we, on, hold on, Henry. I'm sorry. Did you, to push oh, that's right. Did you feel comfortable with you know? Hey, I just think we got this second. down. Yes. What are you guys? No, no, no. I, I'm, you're right. I just thought. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna. I, I don't even want to do it anymore. Oh, oh no! No, I'm you sorry. killed it. No, no. I'm, not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. No, no go wait, ahead. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Come on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me. No, you spent all that time practicing. You should do it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Anyway. Well, now I'm I feel sorry, like we I'm won't sorry. get the here, song. Here, here, here. Oh, man. I'm off mic. Aristotle, I do not care if you edit this out. Honestly. Stop, John, John, John. It's right. Ah! I know. No, I know. <laughs> no, Why? Why are you? No, you're overreacting. A no, no, I'm no. overreacting? No, no, I okay. stayed up every goddamn night rehearsing this song with Sam. I paid him 50 bucks a night. That's out of my own money. You're not paying me that back. Right, I can't sorry. get reimbursed. John, John, John. I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna. I want you to do the song. We'll edit this out. If you want to take like a five minute break and then we'll take, we'll hug it out. You're great. You, I'm totally apologizing. You're right. And I, I think, think you should reimburse him. All right. What do you? What is like? What do you, like, <laughs> you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to give you fifty dollars as an as an apology. Oh no no! He spent fifty dollars a night. How many nights well, did it no, take you to? Still gonna do we this did it for a week, Eric. Yeah, that's seven nights. Sam, I mean, do you, are you being honest? Did you get together with him? Be honest with me. Don't make a fool of yourself. No, no, you're still gonna have to. Pay I mean, you to play this song. No, no, I'm saying that. I know that, Sam. But yeah, I'm saying, yeah. did you really get together with him and rehearse that much? I, yeah, I mean, I just feel it's strange that you keep asking him when he's told you. All right, all right. I apologize. I'm apologizing. Come here, give me a hug. Okay. Give me a hug. I'm sorry. But I'm what sorry. about the uh, $350? I'm going to give you guys $5,000 as an apology. I hope it, I'm going to give you a $5,000 certificate to a music school that you'd like to go to if you'd like to learn any, you know, to, to go to a music. Oh, no, he already I'm knows. I'm going to give him $50,000. Here's what I'm going to do, and I swear to God I'm being honest. Henry, and I'm sorry to do this in front of you. I'm going to give That's both right. of you $50,000 as an apology. You can do whatever you want with it. Okay, oh, I wow. really appreciate you being uh, like saying your song. Oh, wow, this song's gonna go be good. Yeah, I can't wait. Did Eric just pinch your ass? Yes, thank you, Eric. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you. I knew he was trying to put you in a good mood. All right, Sam, you ready? All right. Yeah. One, two, three. Uh, the studio. 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 
Oh, they did practice. Oh, yeah, that was actually really good. Wow. I no, swear I was very good. impressed. Henry, the show goes back your way. Very good. I want to very talk good. to you right now. You never liked yeah. Mike Merrifield. We'll talk about it on the next <laughs> that show. That is not true. No, that's what I you like said Mike when we Mer- were on off there. You said that him and you and you and him were gonna fight it out. Um, first of all, good to have you here. Now yeah. I throw away all the papers. There's nothing else between except six post-its and eighteen things written on this page. Um <laughs> and I'm glad can, you're can, here. Let's I, stop. I, stop. I, stop. I, I'm okay. not one of those interviewers. Where we just talk and we there's nothing okay. special that goes gotcha. on. We slow down, mm-hmm. take a deep breath, and when I say stop, I mean to myself too. I'm not being a jerk. I, I do have. A I thing. want you to appreciate your time here. You know how happy you are here. This gentleman <laughs> over here, sure it's subliminal. <laughs> how happy we are you're here. I mean, I know when I hear John laugh, I replay the last ten seconds of whatever I just said. Uh, but Jonathan over there, mm-hmm. he to yeah. George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Drove down here from Orange County because he goes, I want to be on the show when Henry wow. Phillips is here. Right? That, Sam, you drove up here, I guess you He drove up. Is, you're going to correct me while I'm complimenting you? I hope you get a horrible into a horrible wreck in your car. I'm an Angelino. You're an Angelino. <laughs> so, and then uh, Sam, same thing. Sam, yeah, He's like, you know what? Great. I'm available all month, but if I, if I, when Henry's there, if I could like sit in on the keys, wow. it would be fun. Oh, and then cool. Eric, well, he's always here. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, Aristotle's always here. Yeah. John Byrne Wagner's always here, and I'm always here. But and this I, time I'm present. He's present. Oh, so you're totally here, different. and I just want to say to you, yes. What I'd like to do, mm-hmm. do you? This, this is Eric's idea, but I, I love it. Okay. One time when we went to see uh, Doug Stanhope perform at the Comedy Store, we were all in a booth. Oh, in the I remember back, that. I and remember you that. said, like, you go. Yeah, you had your arm like sprawled out. Oh <laughs> on the, yeah, on the remember booth that? in the back of the comedy store, and you go. Eric reminded me yesterday, but and you go, yeah, I usually like to heckle when I watch shows. <laughs> like the worst <laughs> thing you would want to find out. And I, I play it up. I go, oh, uh, me and Eric are like, okay, maybe we came. You know, we're thinking we came to the show at the wrong person, playing along. Yeah, yeah. And I go, well, like, what type of things do you heckle? And tell Eric, what did he say? Like. Yeah. Uh, Blow it out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you, you yell, blow it out your ass? You go, yeah, you know. I just be like, I go, how? You, you go, like, hey, blow it out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like a cartoon type of heckle. <laughs> blow it out your ass. It's so. <laughs> it's silly, and you would not want to find that out about somebody just before a show starts. Oh, I know. Well, I think I think that was probably 2013. Am I right? You know what, Henry? I've had my parents have both been killed in that period, and I don't have a, I have oh, a fuzzy, fuzzy memory. When Ouch. we went to the screening of your special, Todd, I, I thought it'd be funny. Oh, yeah. I told everybody around me, I go, I'll give you 100 bucks if right after the first bit, you go, heard it. <laughs> oh, who's special? Yours. Oh, if you said that? Yeah, I go, I'll give someone 100 bucks oh, right after God. the first bit. They go, heard it. Because oh. remember, Chris did that to me. <laughs> that would have been that, that would have been pretty cruel. Oh, I would have laughed. Can I tell? Oh, I think I would have. Well, hold on, I'm thinking. I think I might have laughed, even if I didn't at first. And then I go, wait. If someone said Eric told them, I go, I would. I think that would make. I know that would make me laugh. Did you do it? No. no. <laughs> of course, I would have remembered. Can I tell okay, this kind of interviewer? Because I'm a good interviewer. Listen. Okay. Because I'm a good interviewer. <laughs> You're gonna be so impressed right now. All right. I want you to tell a fun story. <laughs> I want to tell you a fun story that you just reminded me of about sabotaging a comic show. And there's not a lot of comics that I would ever do this to, except for Doug Stanhope, because he's <laughs> such a master of his craft that there's just, he would probably welcome the challenge instead of doing the same thing every night. He'd be like, oh, what, what's something that I would have to fight against? So I, my girlfriend at the time and I, that was, this would have been about 2001, 
or 2000, we went to Vegas and there was the nasty show or something late night at the Sahara or something like that in some lounge. And Doug Stanhope was the featured comic. And one of Doug's buddies, uh, Ron, was there. And uh, Doug didn't know that we were in town. And Ron said, I'll give you 100 bucks or whatever it was. Maybe it was like 50 bucks or something like that. They, Can you do me a favor and I hate to be a dick? Yeah. And I'll edit that. No, oh, yeah, I, yeah, prom- yeah. I promise. I promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you say 5000 Okay, 5000 Just right, say, right. I'm sorry. Because it's today's money. It changes the whole story, though, because then, of course, I would do it. But uh, Oh, you're right. Yeah, Leave it the way it was. If it's more money than Doug was getting. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Leave it the way it was. No, so, uh, <laughs> okay. So he said, right before the headliner goes on, they always have the audience come up and tell their favorite joke. And that's the opportunity for, um, you know, somebody to win, like, a uh, bottle of Absolute Vodka or whatever. Can you go up and tell Doug's joke, one of Doug's jokes, during that time? Like, so he's in the green room just listening, and he doesn't even know I'm in Vegas. And just to hear one of his jokes. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it, you know. And I, I wouldn't have done it with anybody except oh, right. for Doug. So right. what happens is... They bring a couple people up. They're telling their jokes, you know, and they were all those street jokes or whatever that you always hear. And then it's like, oh, this gentleman, come on. And I, can I say that the who there perpetuated was, this? Because I want there was a there was I a lady. Them. There was a lady. Well, Ron Putnam was the guy who who made this happen. And uh, Ron is his one of his managers. Uh, it was his buddy from Vegas, from way oh, back. Oh, okay. So I love both of them, and yeah. I I might know them and not recognize their name, oh, yeah. or if I don't, just th- anybody that would want to do that is like, oh, it's so great. It's, it's so, so great. great. It's so simple. And so great. Well, there was uh, this lady, and you can decide if you want to keep her name in. I think it's wrong. Her name was Diane I'm Ford. Kidding. I know Diane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you probably would want to take this out there, but uh, <laughs> she was the, she was the one emceeing for the night. So I get up there and I tell one of Doug's jokes, and uh, everybody laughs. The joke just totally kills, and then. Diane Ford, or this lady, you can bleep it out if you want, I don't know. But she comes out and says, no, nobody laugh at that. In in all the years of comedy that I've been working, I've never seen something this fucked up, you guys. This guy just came up and told a joke from the comedian who's about to go on tonight. I've never seen anything this fucked up. This is bad. This is really bad. You need to boo this guy, like literally. But can I and, tell you at this, this guy, point, I love her for doing that. I know, I know, she but, just, but she didn't, didn't know, know that I was friends, and yeah, but, uh, she didn't know. But can I? Yeah. Isn't that something that you? Could, by the way, I'm being totally honest because yeah. you might have already maybe maybe you're like, uh, what do you call it? Look, like I'm, I'm not going to make you the bad guy either. No, but like you know, like been a little harder on her than maybe like something could just suck the timing of it. But in a way, for someone to be able to go, no, that's not okay. Yeah, except for she do doesn't think? know that I'm a professional comedian. She just she, thinks I'm a guy from the right, audience. Right, of course. Well, you know? I'm taking that in consideration, of yeah, course. Yeah, and also, think, it gets a lot worse. Oh, what else? So, anyway. She pulls her pants off. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I walk down. I'm getting booed, and the only people laughing are my girlfriend, Sarah Talmash, at the time. This is 20 years ago. And Ron Putnam, who's the, the guy who put me up to it. And they're laughing their asses off. And Doug walks out after getting introduced. <laughs> And he told one of my jokes as an opener. <laughs> and then we all laughed, you know? And it was a joke that Doug had told me that was my his favorite of mine or whatever. And so it was a fun moment. And he goes, that's my friend Henry. I didn't even know he was here. And then he proceeds to have this killer right. set. So afterward, 
Doug's like, hey, where you, uh, there's a bar right down the casino right here. Let's go over there and have some drinks. Okay, great. And so we all go. And we're hanging out. We're laughing. We're having good times. And then here comes Diane Ford again. He's your friend? No, that's not a friend. He's not your friend. You, you don't, that's no friend. Like, and she just would not let it go. Oh, she until, does, does anyone say we were doing a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does she did you offer half no, hundred no, bucks? It never ended. It it never got comfortable. And we, that, if you're telling the truth, that's weird. I am telling the truth. It was no, a very well, strange thing. Yeah, because it's like you uh, can delete I, I, this whole story. No, I want to leave it. it in. Oh no, but, but yeah, I want to leave mean, it in because I could never that, figure out why she still did it after it was clear that we were all buddies. And and that's also a sign of you know what I know a breed like that like. They're so en route to something they thought that even if somebody throws facts in their way, like yeah. that was a bit. Because the right answer to that, if you're genuine, is to go, oh my God, I've had that happen. Yeah. Or I have to go, oh my God, I'm sorry. They're like, that's okay. You didn't know. You know? Yeah, yeah. They didn't, she yeah, didn't know. Right. I, I, but once you know and you still But hold then when you hand. see us having drinks at the bar right. laughing, <laughs> you want to go, I'm not kidding. Yeah. To, to George Carlin, you want to go, are you. Are you stable? <laughs> yeah, I know. Are it's you almost stable? Like she preferred the mad approach. Like yeah. she didn't want to change that part of it. And also, she's got a temper like I've never seen. Yeah, she just. Yeah, that I've changed my whole. <laughs> she must have just hated. <laughs> Nobody me. noticed, and that means you're not paying attention because I was, I was full of shit. I all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, Diane Ford's got a loose temper. Meanwhile, two minutes ago, but I, you know how a host will sway back the guest way. Yeah. You know, she was on a rampage a long time ago, and people wanted to stop her. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want Diane Ford, I've seen her swing one night a swing a hammer at a baby puppy. Yeah. And you this know, was I mean, true. This Why would true I make stuff. it up? How would I gain anything? Yeah, yeah. She didn't hit it. <laughs> she eventually realized it was wrong, and she ended up just uh, loving it. But, but All these but tips and more. But I thought that more. story, All since you were, you were telling the chiropractor story, so I thought that was a good segue. You, you, let me tell you something. All your stories are great. Thanks. I love it. I'm happy you're here. Now, listen, is somebody beeping? Do you have somebody uh, wait? Is somebody beeping their horn out there? Is yeah, somebody, I, I, did you hear that? Is that somebody waiting for I you? I just heard one. Is, you, is that your... Wait, that's Whoa. not your friend, this is, is my, it? Yeah, it's my buddy. Oh, he's coming. He's got two cars. <laughs> <laughs> or I think what he's doing is he's going to other people's no, cars car- and starting... Hold on, hold on. There's two cars out there. Well, my dad's out there, I guess. Wait, Henry, I gotta, I'm being totally serious. Okay. Yeah. Whatever my safe word is, Santa Claus. Yeah. You, this, I, I can't do a show if they're... Do they think it's over? Well, no, I told them it was going to be four hours. I know, but we've been in here. Oh, this who's that? We've only been here an hour and a half. Well, it might be. I mean, my mom's there. Well, wait. Anyway, why we, How many horns? Okay. There's like five horns. Oh, you know what's happening is one of them is blocking the way. You know, my my. I know. Let what me happened. go look. I can go tell you what's happening. Okay. There's one car parking sideways, not letting anybody in or out. Yeah, that's my buddy. He's he's acting out. <laughs> Your car. What's his name? Frank. Frank. Oh, he's on top of his car naked. Yeah, Doing that's jumping jack. That would be Frank. This bit's over. So is my career. End <laughs> the show right now. I'll walk out of here and have some. I like that. What did I do? Thank you for saving it. There was <laughs> that's uh. How am, we uh, we used to have a guy named Bob. Bob uh, what? I want to make sure I'm a good interviewer. Bob DeYoung. Wow. And uh, my parents told him to pick uh, my brother and I up at school one day. 
which was a terrible idea because he shows up and he's like, Henry, where's that? Like he was trying to purposely embarrass oh, me. Oh, yeah. who, he, he was, who basically was he doing, again? His name was Bob DeYoung. He was a friend yeah. of my folks. And, and, why, uh, and they just thought it would be funny to have him. Yeah, but him you know when up. you're like 14 and you're walking out on the sidewalk and waiting for your ride, it's like it was mortifying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was just like this crazy guy. He's naked, you know. No, is that true? Yeah, he was naked. No, he wasn't. That happened to me one time. Well, you couldn't see his penis. But the the guy, they... (laughs) (laughs) He was in the car, but still. This guy... I mean, it was all legal. (laughs) Sorry, Eric. Eric (laughs) Like, we just leave it at that. Yeah. No, mine's not good anymore. Wait, no, no, no. no It'll be good. But, but someone, Everything has a place on this show, good. and yes. your place Came is right now. He picked me up. It yeah. was at my middle school. Oh, that's school. embarrassing. And, uh, yeah. To make me laugh, he drove up on the sidewalk. Oh, oh that's not funny. <laughs> and and oh, you got to get in the car That now. could have been dangerous. Who did that, you just said? Nathan Wheeler was his name. He went to church with my parents, and he went to the middle school to pick me up. Uh, I bet it's all who it was. To make me laugh, went up on the sidewalk. And you didn't like it? I was so embarrassed because everybody was out there. And like he was acting like an idiot, like, oh, I didn't know. I thought you'd pull up all the way to the flagpole. He's like trying to <laughs> pretend like he's hitting kids, and every now and then he hits one for real. He goes, "Come on, it's all in good fun." Did you ever do a bur- Did you ever do a a a, a, a burnout? No, not, uh, that's what I'm talking donut. about. A wheelie, a, a donut, a donut. No, I never really did that kind of stuff. We in the snow, you know. I grew up in Glendale. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, must we be didn't nice. have donuts. must be nice. We had donut shops. We, uh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I had to say See, that because we I'm, had tons of you. them. There's tons of them. Yeah, there are. There well, do you know you've heard of a cronut? Of course, I have. Well, those originated <laughs> in New York. Well, what's that have to do with donuts? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Todd Glass Show. There's a blooper right there. Somebody yeah. take that and put it on YouTube. That's Perfect a sample blooper. of what we do on this show. Perfect blooper. Isolate it. Say the Todd Glass Show right there. Boom. Go black. Fucking play our song and get fucking people to come over and listen to this our show. This is the theme of the Todd Glass Show, stolen from Gary Shandling's show. Todd Glass called me up and asked if I could steal his theme song. It seems a little crass how recently we lost him to steal his song for the Todd Glass Show. This is the theme of the Todd Glass Show, stolen from Gary Shandling's show. This is the music that you used to hear by Randy Newman. He used to whistle this part, but Todd wants something different. Uh-oh, I accidentally swallowed a kazoo. We love you and miss you here on the Todd Glass Show. Oh, that's great. Have you seen the documentary yet? I have not. Watch it. I love Gary Shandling. It'll you know. change you, Henry. You will, like, having that, that was probably, that jingle, having that, like, after I watched the documentary now, it was like, wow, that was, it, that, that was crazy well, I mean, good. I was you a will serious love fan. I mean, like, I remember seeing him on The Tonight Show, I think, when I was, like, 11. It would have been, like, 81. Mm-hmm. And I memorized every joke. It was he had those kind of jokes that you they would just stick in your head, mm-hmm. and I remember the next day like my friends and I did you see that guy? This is before like comics had like a like there were certain now nowadays I feel like it's like music where there's like comics are part of your identity. It's like oh you like that type of comic? I'm more into this kind of comic. But back then it was like everybody was just a comic, and I remember my friends and I just laughing our asses off at all the stuff. It, it, it yeah, he changed was on- everything for me. There were so many things because of the documentary that made me remember, like seeing him on the afternoon talk shows, or oh, uh, make yeah. me laugh. And uh, it, 
you know, it's very hard to explain why I loved it so much, but I, I only can tell you this, if it motivates you to watch it, it hey, look, there's I an will extra layer for no a doubt. comedian. But for, for certainly for someone that's not a comedian, even. You know, it's it's and there's an extra layer of relatability. Is it on Netflix? It's on HBO. Oh, and well. but other than that, if you're just a person, whatever you do, you will. It doesn't matter. There, there was just that extra layer of being a stand-up. But it oh, was. Oh no, he just, it was great. It, it was great. It really perfectly funny. Yeah. It uh, all, I, we 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 watched it, me and a few people, and um, and when it ended. Nobody said anything, literally. Like, I don't want to exaggerate because then it'll take away from how honest I'm being because it's a long amount of time, a minute and a half. It just ended. And... And I looked around the room and I was like, didn't say anything. I was like, somebody else sighed and then like 30 more seconds with just saying nothing. I think at that point, quietly, we agreed. Yeah, we'll, we'll be quiet for a little while because it was like talking yeah. about meditation in it. Oh, interesting. So yeah. just, uh, just four people all agreeing, minute and a half. Yeah, that's nothing. good. I was like, wow, no, that, that's a lot to motivate you. Oh, yeah. You know, and and uh, so just so many great stories. And seeing like Jay Leno, seeing Jerry Seinfeld and Gary Shandling pull up to the comedy store and both be like, oh, this place always gets me nervous. It's yeah. got a weird feeling. Like, nothing changes, you know. His jokes for me were the perfect. They, it was always what I imagined it would be like to be on the dating scene because I was too young, like I was in my teens or whatever. It was kind of what I what I imagined it was probably going to be like for me once I got out there. There was just all self deprecating, you know, jokes with the opposite sex, and I loved it. You know, there was one uh, actually it just caught this one on YouTube recently. It was like an old panel thing when he was with Letterman, and this one killed me because he. Letterman's like, well, you do okay with the girls. And he's like, oh, no. You know, the singers do really well. Like, at the, at, at the casinos, like in Vegas, you know, there'll be girls throwing their hotel keys up at the singers. But now, for me, I have to use a screwdriver to get in there. At the <laughs> <laughs> Just perfect, you know? What's that? Oh, that's not me. Right? Yeah, the, the, I remember, like, jokes even, like, he was, every time and you see a cow on the side of the road, you stick your head out the window, you're like, moo. <laughs> Like, what are you hoping? That the cows... <laughs> hey, that's a cow driving that car. Do you remember yeah. the one about... I did that um, joke at my junior <laughs> variety show. I admit it now. The one at least about... least I'm honest. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, when, Gary. Uh, when you, uh, Gary, you go to the sorry. nude beach and you get that weird kind of tan, you know, with the circles around your eyes from the binoculars, you know. <laughs> so, so many good ones. Classic. <laughs> Uh, the other one I remember The girl uh, He's like I was on a date With a girl And they were talking About E.T. That really dates This thing It's like Yeah we're watching E.T. And when the kid's Going over the moon And the bicycle She rolls her eyes And she's like Oh yeah right It's like wow It's just like Where's your imagination It's like Do you, do you dream And just go Oh yeah right Like that's ever Gonna happen Yeah It's just It's so funny Anyway Yeah no I, I think I, I'll probably take this Out of context But he had a joke He was like story about he had a monkey and when he came home with this uh, he came home with a girl and the monkey jumped up on the dresser and bent and pulled out a jar of vaseline and bent over <laughs> and he goes and i turned to the girl i go he's never done that before <laughs> <laughs> i hope well, i'm well, crediting one, right uh, for that what if he this is the I one that joe list uh told me about that i wasn't familiar with it must have been on one of his specials where you could must be, have been where you could be dirty but he said something and people will probably correct me on this one, but it was something like, uh, yeah, I'm having sex with this girl, and she's like, get the thumb out of the ass. And he's like, 
okay, well, it's my thumb and it's my ass, so I should be able to, you know, do what I want. Something like that. <laughs> well... Look Isn't it always weird when you're quoting a classic joke? Like, you know that somebody out there knows this thing verbatim, you know what, and they're going to get pissed if I say one word wrong. Now they won't. You know why? Because you said it. There you go. They feel better because you're like, ah, oh. the acknowledgement of it sometimes is the release of what they call. <laughs> That's what we need more of. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's the only thing. There's just too many of what the world needs now. All right, Henry, I have a fun game for you. Wait. How about uh, Todd doesn't? Oh, yeah, you want to take a break? Is it okay? No, hold on. You can't take a break now. Give me 10 seconds. Okay. No, no. Um, I just wanted to say that we'll be back. I like... We'll be back. Wow, it's quite an honor to get that PSA. <laughs> to get that honor, uh, that medal of congratulatory uh, honor of defending. You're tripping balls, dude. <laughs> but Henry, mm -hmm. let me put my headsets in. Yeah. Um, don't say anything. That's hard to do. I know, but hold on. <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about. Uh, is this the test to say anything? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, wait, you tricked me. <laughs> no. <I didn't>. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did what did you say? You said it was about something. What, when we took a break, what were you just saying a second ago? He mentioned something about a guy that's tall and he can see. Oh yeah. Poop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we were oh, taking yeah. a break. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Well, we were taking a break. Eric, uh, Henry, Henry mm -hmm. started telling us a story about a guy. He goes. Yeah, I, well, I want yeah, I want you to talk about it. There's, there's this long thing is this I, you know I don't want to just know about this on the break. I want the audience to know about this. So I stopped you mm -hmm. and I said I want to hear about this. Well, what I had written down on my phone, which all of the stuff that happens to me is recorded onto my phone and my notes. Wow, uh, that's I'm sure if, if you don't have an iPhone, that you probably have an equivalent type of app that lets you write sure. notes. People have all. And, what uh, you're saying is. There's all different ways to record what you do. That's not the point of the story. Yeah. So sure, I said I, I could talk point. about. Excuse me. Oh. I'm sure, I understand. <laughs> I'm sure, I understand a point of a story. I'm a good host. Go ahead. No. Yeah. So so I looked at the notes and and I said, oh well, I could talk about the guy who stands up at the stall and he's so tall that he can just look down and see the people in the adjacent <laughs> stalls while I'm pooping. And I know that. Yeah. I always think about that person. I bet it's hard for them because they don't want to look, but it's but hard not to. But if you see to. a friend of yours, you can't help but be like, is that Henry? <laughs> Henry, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, how do you not? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, pooping? What the hell's going on? <laughs> hey, can I can I share this? This is something. Uh, is it? Is it how are you doing? <laughs> What are you pooping? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm doing my taxes. This is uh, that was a horrible cap for that. This if this is uh, <laughs> one of these things that that happened to me at the airport <laughs> that was so funny hey. that I started laughing throughout. My, I I had like an eight hour flying trip. You know, like I 
was stopped in Seattle for like three hours and then doing all that stuff. But throughout the whole day, I just started laughing out of context at this one thing. Like I'm in line at Starbucks and I'm just like, <laughs> like <laughs> just keep thinking about it. And it was that I was at the urinal in the bathroom at the airport and there's a businessman next to me. What's so great about the airport is that the, the demographics are all over the map. Like if, if I'm at Molly Malone's, my local bar, chances are I'm not going to be next to a guy who's a CEO of something or whatever, like, you know, in a suit. But that happens at the airport. I'm peeing. This guy's next to me. And he's got, for some reason, he's got his jacket, his, like, suit jacket over his shoulder. And it starts just slipping off of his <laughs> shoulder just very, very slowly. And I'm not obviously going to help him, you know, with his jacket while I'm peeing. And he's not doing anything. So we both are pretty much ignoring it while this jacket just <laughs> slips and just slowly falls onto the floor in the bathroom into a oh. giant puddle of pee. Oh. Yeah, just this jacket. And so that was pretty funny. But this is the part that made me laugh is, was his response. Because the guy, I don't think there was anybody else in the bathroom. And he kind of looked around, but he was just like, oh, <laughs> fuck like like he tried so hard not to say fuck but it, it he finally when he just saw that jacket and the pee he was just like no that's a fuck I'm just gonna say fuck I don't care and it was just so, uh. so funny to me and I was laughing the whole time <laughs> I, was, I got I got on the plane and uh did you know that I I started I I listened to white noise <laughs> I listen to white noise when sure. I'm on the on the plane. It's it's static. It's just like we have a big white noise machine outside. And what it does is it helps you sleep. And I'm sleeping uh, on the plane is a huge thing for me. Um, but all of a sudden, while I'm sitting there listening to my white noise or whatever, I just thought of that guy saying "fuck," and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it just started cracking up. And it must have been pretty loud because a lot of people were turning around laughing, and they just are looking like. What's but then when they saw the earbuds, they were probably like, Oh, he's probably listening to the Todd Glass podcast well, or something be, funny, sure. you know, like a thank you, Gary Shandling album or something. God bless America. In your fucking face the way you like it. But then it occurred to me, like, if people could actually listen to what I was hearing in my earbuds. Like, if they just were like, oh, what are you listening to? I couldn't t I couldn't be like, oh, yeah, listen, because they would hear the static. They'd be like, oh, you're out of your fucking mind. There's nothing funny happening there at all. You're just laughing at static. You're laughing at, you're like, you're, like, if they could hear it, they'd be like, he's a crazy person. Yeah. I love that. That uh, wouldn't even help. It would <laughs> be funny if I lied about it and I'm just like, um, oh, I'm listening to uh, this uh, it's Eddie Murphy uh, thing. Oh, oh, can I hear it? Uh, and then they hear it and it's... 
this is this guy thinks this is Eddie Murphy. Like he's really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, there was a guy in the plane today. Let me see. Let me hear if that's Eddie. <laughs> oh, I get it. You're nuts. And, you know, uh, speaking of uh, being on the plane and not being able to uh, I'm sleep. I'm sorry, I'm not Todd anymore. My <laughs> name is Wilbur. Uh, would you like to talk to me? Oh, sure. Okay, absolutely. That bit's over. <laughs> well, I... Uh, it, and I want an apology. You're a, fre- a frequent flyer. A, fre- oh, watch, a, a frequent flyer. Watch your mouth. A frequent flyer. Watch your mouth. Seriously, watch your mouth. Just because... But you have you, a movie that's doing very well. Doesn't mean you can come in here and open up a mouth like that to me. But, but go you, ahead. But you're a frequent. Hey, uh, what did I just say? A freak. What did I just say? You're a freak. What did I just say? You're a frequent what flyer. I, <laughs> yes, I'm a so frequent. So you'll flyer. get this. So sure I am. I. What do you mean I'm a frequent flyer? Of course I am. I'm a headliner. Isn't it? The, and the I am worst in the economy thing? plus sometimes. When you're in the aisle and you want to sleep, like you count on the sleep that you're going to get. It's a red eye or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Six a.m. flight. Like I want to sleep. I hate it when somebody who's sitting in the window or the middle needs to get up to go to the bathroom because they wake you up. And I don't really blame them. They have to be able to go to the bathroom. But I actually am so into it. I, I did the research, and I went online, uh, and I, I looked up what is the demographic of people that is the least likely to have to go to the bathroom or pees the least frequently. And do you know who it is? Who? Teenage boys. So... I got it all down to a science. Now I get on the plane and I tell the flight attendant or whoever, I go, listen, if you could switch my seat so that I'm sitting next to a teenage boy. Um, and you know what? It's, they, they think you're kind of weird in the beginning, but once you explain it's a bathroom, that's <laughs> so, total bullshit. Please don't try that. That's a joke that I'm doing, that I'm working on. Um, I'm always doing bits. The stupidest person in the world. <laughs> the only reason the person that honestly they they, they don't they're that naive. Excuse me. Oh yeah, me. <laughs> it'd be like Mister Rogers or something. They would have to be the most innocent kind of person in the world that they don't even understand why somebody would think that was weird. You know what I do? I sit, yeah. I sit in the aisle and I go, don't even think about getting up. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think my friend Daniel Kino, if I should give him a shout out, was saying, like, when you're at the window, I think you should still be respectful of the aisle just because you go, well, I'm at the window seat. Well, yeah, but uh, you, I'm at the aisle seat. You have to shit. Well, you ain't getting out. Yeah. Oh, I'm at the aisle seat. Oh, I need to accommodate you every time. So if I'm going to accommodate yeah. you, pull the shade down. Plus, they give you a bag that you can pee in. Thank you. Know, you. They, can, <laughs> they can use that. <laughs> Isn't that, well, that so you a bag you can take a shit in? I thought that's what that was for. I, I always tell the flight attendant, "Hey, can you change my shit bag? I got another uh, another one in the what chamber." What do you say? Can you change my shit bag? I have another one in the chamber. Oh. <laughs> shit bag. No, it's always uh, you know, uh, but uh, now I don't know what to do because I don't I can't poop scoop anymore because my neighbor's watching me. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Go. <laughs> uh, let me do one. Just think of something he'd say the last oh, yeah, line yeah. of the show that they'd cut to him. He's so angry about something. He just realized something. Why did I open up my oh, big man, mouth? I this is coming back to haunt these, uh, me. You know, I uh, went to New York. I tried to kill myself, and I couldn't find a parking space. <laughs> I got one. Oh, I guess I was wrong. 
$10,000 and this is what I get? So this guy passes out at the party and we all write dickweed on his forehead and it turns out he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. We're live right now taking calls. It's Ernie on line four. Hello? That's the end of the bit. <laughs> I like that. That's bit. how much I... <laughs> let's, do this, let's do freeze frames using this music. It's the end. It's just a close-up on her face. I know it's a podcast, but it would be like all of a sudden it's him, and it's a close-up to him, and he goes like this. <laughs> Wait, this is a visual yeah, bit. This, yeah, it's okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I get a nickel every time I play that. I'm lying, but to George Carlin, I specifically remember my teacher telling me if she had a nickel for every time she heard that, this was in second grade, how much money she would have. I went home and did the math with my brother. He had a calculator, and I told her the next day. I go, all you'd have is like $4. <laughs> 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 Did I ever tell you about oh, the teacher okay, that... Uh, hey, Sam's leaving, everybody. Should we sing our song? Ah, Sam, he's leaving. <laughs> Great job, Sam. Wow. I I th wait, where's my wallet? Uh... You, that you're you saying that the, the teacher that said the nickel reminded me of a teacher. This is like middle school, maybe freshman year high school. I can't remember. But looking back on it, she probably like just finished college and just became a teacher and probably spent the summer went to Europe before she starts her new career or whatever. So she's teaching the class and she has this coin and it's in this little plastic sleeve and uh, she's passing it around. And she goes, "Yeah, this this coin. Be very careful. It's over two thousand years old, and uh, we're, we're looking at it and it gets to me." And I start laughing, and uh, she goes, what? And I go, it says 12 BC. And she goes, yeah, that's about the time of Jesus. Like, yeah, they know he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she turned bright red and grabbed <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, wow. And then she got hit by a bus. <laughs> ah! Play that so much tonight. Like, really teach us a lesson. Teach John. Yes. My uh, third grade teacher, Mrs. Watson, told oh. me I shouldn't hang out with the Puerto Rican kid. Is that true? <laughs> that that actually is true. <laughs> really? That's disgusting. Yeah. No, it was awful because. It, Who it, was she? What was she, she a was monster? Awful. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what oh. I what I always hated about it because uh, the, and I don't the mean kid she was talking about was my friend, I don't mean to be controversial. Uh, Your friend Edward. Yeah, yes. yeah. And he notice I repeat awesome. things you say. It proves I listen. Great guy. And then here's the weird thing about it though. It's like she said that he was a bad influence on me because he got he was got terrible grades and stuff. She wanted me to hang out with this guy Gustav who got really good grades, and I wanted to be like. 
why aren't you telling Edward he should hang out with me because I get better grades? Like, there's something wrong here. Yes. And, uh, and how old were you? I was, uh, let's see, it was third grade, so I would have been uh, 42. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I mean, I've seen your records. <laughs> no, I know. I don't want to share. Oh, oh, this is enough. I had uh, a teacher, uh, Mrs. Newberry, uh, oh. this little lady that probably shouldn't be a teacher because uh, oh. when she was mad, she'd squirt you with a water bottle. Oh, oh no. Now, Wait, well, you can't do that to people, right? No, you, well, no. You, some people don't even think you should do it to dogs. So it's the very first day of class. Uh, you know what you should do with her? Punch her in her face. But there you, know, you go. They learn. Yeah. They learn. So or hit her with a hit her room. with a wet mop. I guess she knew <laughs> in her, in her just a... in her neck area, so <laughs> yeah. you're not going to hurt her. <laughs> I guess she swing knew... a wet mop at her neck <laughs> with a little bleach on it. Oh god, I'm sorry, <laughs> I won't interrupt I, again. I guess she knew that uh, I was like a class clown or whatever. Yeah, because it's the very first day we're doing uh, the roll call, and uh, she goes, Eric Olson, and I raise my hand, and she goes. I've got my eye on you, and I said, you're not so bad yourself. Oh. <laughs> and she goes, get out. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that story. Didn't I even make it one. through a roll call. Out. <laughs> out. <laughs> my brother's a teacher. You know what he says the first day? He laid the law down. He comes in with a, a, a shovel. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> hits him over there with it. <laughs> well, they got to learn. I saw the movie Whiplash. I saw the movie Whiplash. Okay, I got more things to do. Wait, I have I got, more fun games. I got fun games. I had a really quick one though. Oh, you don't have to hurry. When I was uh, in third grade, there was this lady, Mrs. Krikellis. Mrs. Krikellis. And uh, okay, let, let me set this up correctly. Like, this is the only story that I remembered about her. She was. This was in math class, and it made me laugh because on Facebook, all due respect, she had passed away. That's not the part that made me laugh, but uh, now that I think about it, it's kind of fun. No. <laughs> uh, no, but but everybody, all the people uh, from Englewood, New Jersey, uh, from our third grade class were getting together to give her a big memorial, and the, her family was going to be there, and all this. This was about 10 years ago or something like that, because she had just passed away, and they were like, if you have any stories that you want to tell about her, and then I thought about the only story that I had about her. And how funny it would be if I went to her memorial and told this story. But you didn't. No, I didn't. That's because, still great. But, but, yeah. and you'll know why Thank afterward. You. But, okay. <laughs> but here's the story that I had. Is uh, well, it was uh, I was in third grade, and I remember uh, we had this kid Mark who was just sitting by himself, and she was accepting all of the homework assignments, and Mark didn't turn one in, and she said, "Mark, um, do you have an assignment?" And he didn't say anything. And she said, well, we need your homework assignment. And <laughs> he still didn't say anything. Finally, she said, well, it sounds like Mark doesn't want to participate with us today. Anyway, Mark shoots back at Mrs. Krakellis and he said, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, that's my Miss Grichella story, and you guys have a great night. I, I just uh, sorry about your loss. She was a wonderful lady. Peace. <laughs> but that's literally the story, oh and I was like, God. when I saw that on Facebook, I was like, I should go tell that story. I think everybody would appreciate it. I think I'm going to tell that story. <laughs> If you don't mind. Remember, that was a big thing. People would say that. Suck my dick. You don't hear yeah. it anymore. No. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> suck it's, my it's dick. It's like politically incorrect. Yeah. Well, hopefully it was always not the best of thing to do no matter what. <laughs> I don't I don't imagine when that was the bright thing to do. What's funny. If, it, if an evolved human being driving down the street. Suck my dick. Well, that's what makes. That's what is the difference between kids. Like as kids, we were all. 
very quiet and like, oh boy, this that was really weird that this kid just said that and it was all. Of but there was a time I I will not deny that when I started getting into my teens and then early twenties, I started looking back at that story and just laughing at it, just being like, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, what in the hell is going on? Right, right, right. You know, I know it was wrong, but it, it goes from being like scary to being funny at some point. That's adulthood, I guess. I don't know. You know what that? Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm saying that. Where does the time go? Just, just, just the, the, the Where do all the babies go? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I sing. Do you like to me? Would you like me to sing a song? Please. No, I don't have time. Uh, but I would like to say this. Uh, we did the. Uh, everybody does a toast. You like to do toasts? Uh, you were gonna he- uh, get heckled. Oh, yeah, I was going to get heckled by you, do my act, and then you heckle Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blow yeah, it out your ass. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. There you go. I'll just try to really perform for real. Okay. okay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Chuckle Hut. This is your, this is your uh, lead comic. Please keep it going for the very funny Todd Glass, everybody. Thank you. Do you do a joke first before I heckle? Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So whenever I go to the shoe store, and then I ask them, I say, I say, I'll have a, you know, I wear a 12, you know. And then they go, uh, oh, yeah, here it's a 13. They run small. What do you mean they run small? We accept that from people. Hey, blow it out your ass. Then your shoe, if they run small. Blow it out your ass. What do you mean they, what do you mean they run small? Then your shoes are broke. Hey. The shoe is your shoe. The measurement is part of the shoe business. So if your measurement is off on your shoe, there has to be a universal measurement. Hey, sir, w- blow it out your ass. <laughs> you can't say to somebody, "Oh, those tape measures. Oh, they run small." Well, then fucking return them to the factory, sir. I'm telling you, please blow it out your ass. Blow it out your ass. So, wait, is there some? Why is somebody? Blow it out your ass. So I realized the other day, now I don't know if you've ever done this, but around the holiday hey season. Hey, buddy, maybe if it was, it was an ass, you'd blow it out of it. <laughs> okay, so, it. Okay, so. Blow it out your ass. <laughs> hey, uh, so the thing is, what I was thinking about Halloween, everyone always gets made with the pumpkin hey, I, spice. I got something for you to blow. Okay. Something out of your ass. <laughs> why, 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 who cares about the pumpkin spice? You know, if 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 a, if a restaurant wants to have pumpkin spice, who cares? These people are so angry at pumpkin spice. Blow it out your ass, <laughs> out your ass. All right, so Blow it. okay, so <laughs> the thing. Hey, buddy. So um, I, I grew something. up. I grew up when I when I was younger. Like, my parents didn't know what I was going to do for a living. Yeah, maybe so, if it was an ass, you'd blow it out of it. So whatever job I would do, they would try to encourage me. Like, I would walk a dog. they go, oh, you could be a dog walker. Yeah, like, well, or you could be a guy who blows it out of his ass. <laughs> okay. So um, I remember once my teacher, this was probably, you know, you always think your teachers are so old. Then you look back and you're like, wait, I thought they were 70 then. They find out, oh, they were 20 years old. Yeah, or you look back and you blow it out your ass. <laughs> I grew up in the suburbs. You grew up in a place where you blew it out your ass, where everybody blew it out of their ass. Is anybody, sir, is anybody here going to tell this guy to shut up? Why, what, what do you want? I want you to blow it out your ass. 
No, seriously. What do you? What? Do you, I don't know what to do. I don't. I'm confused. What do you? I'm trying I, I, to do I, my show. What should I do? I really want you to blow it out your ass. Okay, sir. How do you blow it out your ass? I don't know. I, if I knew how you to do take it, take it and you blow it out <laughs> your ass. <laughs> okay, guess what? I'll try to blow it out my ass, but I still seriously, with no sarcasm, know what that means. Thank how do you. I blow it out of my ass? To walk me through it. Yeah, you just take you it. Don't, don't just skip parts. No, no, no. You Talk me through it. You blow it. You, you know, okay, where do I do it? What do I do? Put my mouth to my dick? No, do no, I, your, your ass creates... Do I put a tube on my... What? Tell me. I'm your, listening. Your ass creates wind. Okay. And so you push, and it blows. Push where? It blows out of your ass. So just shit out of my ass? Just blow. No, just blow air out of your ass. Okay, so how, does the, how do you get air to come out of your ass and you not... Push. Okay, so, so you, you want me to just take my... Should I do it in my pants? Look, I'm not a no, scientist. Hey. I just know that I want you to blow it out your okay, ass. Okay, and I'm trying to understand how you blow it out your ass. Listen to me. Would you Do, you, do I just shit? Okay, because the truth... Do you mean shit? To, okay. to see the show. I'm trying to blow it out my ass, I and know. you're not willing to... And I'm trying maybe to, somebody else in the audience. Does anybody in the audience know what like, confuses me? Work. Do you know what it means, sir? I'm trying to work... The guy over there. Okay. Do you know you? Do you know what it means to blow it out your ass? Like I don't know what he wants me to do. The guy wants me to blow it out my ass. I'm trying to understand him. Do you know what he's saying? No, I, what? I'm trying to meet you halfway. Like, this guy doesn't know what you're talking about either. I paid twelve dollars. That's the particular thing that I'd like to see. And you're doing something. Well, what do you want me to do? How do we end? I this? want you to blow it out your ass. Just literally, just air. Okay, it doesn't I'll have to try. make a okay, noise or go. anything. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm blowing it out my <laughs> ass. Thank okay. you. Going for Todd Glass, everybody. I'm gonna blow it out my ass. My act is this, and I make these funny sounds. <laughs> that was comedy's national treasure, Todd Glass. Everybody guess who I am? Uh, you're, you're Sam. You're Sam. Oh, I play the I play the piano. Look at me. I take my fingers and I put them on keys. I play the piano. Henry Phillips, the show is now I back thought, in your control. I thought that was beautiful because it was sort of like in the beginning you think the heckler guy is an asshole, but really there's just a particular thing that he wanted yeah. to see. He wanted to blow. And then you, as a performer, were like, well, I want to meet you halfway. I want to figure out how to help I'll you. I'll do it, but I, I really don't know what to do. By the way, I let that bit go. You never explained to me what it meant. I, didn't, I thought everyone got tired of the bit, though. Yeah. But I thought I want to... Not go until he explains to me how do you blow it out your ass, and you yeah, didn't yeah. give me full answers. Just I said blow, blow it out air. Your ass. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. should go back. It up is there. an expression, right? Did I just make it up? And no, no, no. It is an expression. Yeah, like That's what, what does it mean? Blow it out your ass. That's what I don't know. That's how you stop that. Guy. <laughs> yeah, goes, yeah. Sir, help me. Every time what he comes you to your club and blow it, he goes, "You know what, sir? You were here two weeks ago." So what do you? How do you do it? And just keep asking questions till they're. It's exhausted. like the guy I was at the San Francisco Punchline, and they had a uh, altercation happen with uh, wow. one of the customers that had come from the. They have a little sports bar around the corner. Have, have you done the? You've done the Punchline. That's your club. Well, of too. course I am. I'm a headliner. Yeah, and so there's that. No, I haven't done it. The holding company or whatever. It's this bar, and then you, sometimes you'll get these kind of like, uh, you know. Jock type dudes that'll show up, and this guy's trying to heckle, and it gets physical. The bouncer guy, who's a bald guy, is fighting with the customer. <sighs> At one point, the customer gets really upset, and he goes, "I'll shove that bald head right up my fucking ass." <laughs> <laughs> like, 
was just like the stuff you say like in a fight, like what? Wait, you, your ass? <laughs> Everybody was like, ass? "What?" I'll show the ball. It's like, what? What's that gonna prove? <laughs> that would be real. You'd really have won the fight at that point. You won. If you're shoving people's what? heads up your ass. <laughs> oh, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <coughs> Bless you. Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh, that's right. great. Yeah, he's. Uh, Whoa, that guy's shoving his head up his <laughs> ass. That guy's ass. Can you imagine everybody's watching a fight and then that starts happening? Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> this, this fight's just going in a way different. <laughs> what in the hell's going on? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Have well, you been I got to... something for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. All right, sorry. My, my show is definitely declining. It's all right. Here we are, gathered. Oh. For the sixth. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, <laughs> gathered again on the fifth anniversary of the ceremonious uh, adventures that we come to this cabin in the woods every, every September. Uh, we gather here to honor our fallen friends. And I just want to say that I'm, 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 I'm happy that you, you guys are my friends. And we, and I just want to say to you, my friends, that, okay, the clinkies, I'm trying to post <laughs> you guys. Alright, that was, thank you. Cheers. 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 <laughs> well, folks. <laughs> I'm glad that we're all here on this ceremonious day because I have a wonderful opportunity for timeshares in Florida. <laughs> I'd like to do a toast. Can I do a toast? get mad again. Like every time you calm us down, but then when you go back to your speech, I pictured the clinking gets worse every time. I think it's a good bit, but I don't think my toast was very good. I thought you did a I great job. It. And you know Thanks. what? They were talking over by the water cooler, and I heard you might be up for some award. Which one? The, the best improv bit. Oh, thank you. You got you get a you get an award for best improv uh, award. Thank bit. you. See, this is the way you throw love around yeah, when yeah. it's free. May I help you? Uh, can I do a toast? Sure. Of course. Is this a real one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I just want to say. Uh, you want the bottle? How loud do you want the bottles in the background? Whatever you want. Uh, from a scale from one to ten, ten's the loudest. Well, we get two. I, I think normally you do it until somebody starts toasting. Is that how it works? Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's how we get you to toast. I have to pee. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Well, either way. Okay. All right. Toast. And then that way it makes it look like I've been asked to toast. 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 Okay. Toast. Okay. I'll do a toast. Toast. I'll do a toast. Toast. Ah, uh, I'm so glad that we've gathered in this natural amphitheater in Red Rocks in the cavern. It's so special to be here with people which, albeit not the people that I would want to be with, but people that are not the worst. Like, you know, like you're better than people, like obviously you're not the people that I would want to be with on a special occasion. But if I had to choose from several other people, 
I would choose you guys. And uh, you're, be- you're the best out of all the people that aren't as good as you, I guess is what I'm saying. And um, I just want to say thank you so much, and you've just allowed me to uh, express myself. And uh, if you don't mind... Yeah? <laughs> no, I, was th- I was rehearsing the one I'm out I- of shit I don't have anything You don't have to be out of shit That's why we have this Do you like this song? Run, run, run huh? Run from we're the bitch We're with you Oh yeah, run, please Run, run, from, run the from the bitch Run with the bitch Run from the bitch You got me running from the bitch Run from the bitch Run the bitch Run the bitch Run the bitch Who's doing the ice? this guy too What? I heard ice clinking. Who was doing that? Oh, uh, that was. Uh, just it's yeah. such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. You're growing inside, and when you wake up happy and say, "I think we'll make a snappy new day." You got to bow to the universe. It's the only thing to do. You got to bow to the universe. It's a hoo ha hoo ha hoo. You gotta bow to the universe. You gotta curtsy to the universe. You gotta sashay to the universe. Now, what is that song? That's a song I wrote. I do it in my church. Did you really? Yeah, no. no. Legitimately curious. It's a song that I just took it. We took apart and sampled it. So, <laughs> so it's so great because there's so many people that they literally replace the word God with universe, and you, that's what that song does. By the way, you just, and you can also take this song, put the bedding in, and just sort of say anything and make it like I think the bedding. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, ah. You gotta go out there and be good to people and be nice. You gotta go out and be nice and be friendly and be in bed. Look into their eye. You gotta bow to the universe. I'm done. I'm done. You should have to sit there and watch this. You should have to sit there and watch this. And I apologize. No, lyric writing eventually just becomes saying. Saying what? Saying what you mean? Good things. Yeah. Thank it's like, you. Right. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to ask for one oldie. Oh yeah. And then you pick whatever you want to do. Is that wrong? Oldie but a goodie. Is that wrong? Yeah, this might be a little out of tune. I'm not sure. Wow, that's embarrassing. Would you do that on Letterman when he was on the air? Would you do it to uh, Colbert? You know, Would Letterman... you do it to uh, Jimmy Fallon? Would you do it to Jimmy Kimmel? Would you do it to uh, Colbert? Five more. Would you do it to uh, Joan Rivers? Rivers? Would you do it to uh, Chevy Chase when he had a show in the 80s? Would you do it to uh, uh, Johnny Carson? Would you do it to Pat Sajak when he had a show? Would you do it to uh, uh, Martin Short? All right, just two more. Just two more. Okay, uh, would you do it to uh, um, uh, Gary Shandling from the Gary Shandling Show? Would Um, you do it to Andre, uh, 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 Aaron Andre? 
And and Andre the Giant. All right, just a, one more, and then, okay. then we're done. Okay. Would you do Would you do it too when Dinosaur had a show? Uh, I'm sorry, we're actually getting a. We need three more. Okay. Would you do it? Okay, Mike. Would you do it to Bonnie Hunt or Mike Douglas? Or, okay. Okay. Or would you do it to uh, Byron there, Allen and his show? Or would there, you do it to so uh, Regis Philbin? And we got Regis it. We're Hillman. out. Ah, thank you. <laughs> do you want to hear uh, Rocky laugh real quick? Well, can I play Henry? It? If Henry wants to, it's his show. You don't, you put don't, some reverb in it. You put don't some, have to, Henry. No, put some reverb in it, and you can score it with the guitar. <laughs> Aww. Thanks, Eric. Oh, it's just pure joy seeing a baby yeah, figuring out it can giggle and oh. know that that feels better than what he just felt a minute ago. It's the best feeling in the world, but then, like, uh, half an hour later when you want him to sleep, you're like, shut the fuck up. Well, Jesus Christ. Gucci goo. Oh, yeah, Gucci, shut Gucci, up. shut up. Gucci, Gucci, shut up. <laughs> Henry, uh, the, the, the song... When I think of you in the old days of the Wild West, you used to come into the comedy club. Did, am I correct? You used to wear leather chaps. I had chaps, yeah. I, I remember yeah. that. I always remembered that. And the guys were asking me about it yesterday. I said, Henry would come in, the, the saloon doors would swing open, and his guitar would fall from a rope. He'd grab it and go up in the corner and do some of his songs. And the one that I always loved which really resonated in this little city of Los Angeles, was about a little street. Oh, yeah. Called San Vicente Boulevard. The mystery of a lifetime. Here we go. Uh, what the fuck was it? <laughs> Baby, don't say a word Cause I know what you're thinking And I've been down that road before and I know where it goes and it don't go far it just goes a long windy fucking way and you get to the end there's some kind of road construction you try to take another street but it's a cul-de-sac and it's hot and you gotta pee and you don't have air conditioning and every goddamn street takes you back to the place that you started from San Vicente Boulevard. I thought I left you back 10 miles ago. <laughs> but you keep coming back to my life just like a bad dream. I'll never know your mysteries. Do you go south? Do you go east? The road to hell is paved with palm trees all alone Simicente There's a Jiffy Lou fucking <laughs> 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 
That Thank was you. Like, that was some local humor right there. Wow. Um, but everybody, the you know what? There. I believe everyone has a street like it. Just yeah, it goes diagonal. It, just when you think it's <laughs> just personal to your city, every city, yeah, diagonal. Right. What the fuck are you going diagonal for? I know. It's like it's Where's probably Where's the city like, planner? I'd like to talk to him or her. Of course I'm open-minded. A woman could fuck up a street? It's probably like Shepherd Street in Wisconsin or something. <laughs> Thank you. That would be funny if you had an interpreter. People are idiots. Seriously. Can I tell you something I learned a long time ago? Yeah. The average person, I realize whoa, whoa, today, whoa, hey, you're people gonna, are you're, stupid. You're gonna, oh, and because oh, they're dumb, they I'll tell you the goddamn problem. People don't pay attention, and they don't... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I didn't see this. Okay, I'm sorry. Wow, I put that I, out. I had to put the fire out. Everyone knows every time that happens that that's what I'm doing. In oh. case you're a new listener, I start to, whenever I talk about how stupid everyone is, I have my notes. They're in the candle. They start burning. There's nothing like a, watching a guy talk about how stupid everybody is while he's burning his notes on fire. I get the bit, and I get you get it, and now that's you do. That's a great bit. What do you want to do? What do you want to sing? Well, did I do this? I don't know if I did this on the last one, but this is a song. Uh, that, so that good. I used to sing to the ladies. Wow. Where at? Like at the mall? Like when I'd pick them up on dates and stuff. No, you just bring your guitar with you. You'd shut the car door. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's kind of a She s- was morning, I was sunshine. It's a song I'm writing. It's kind of a smooth rock, or now the kids call it yacht rock, you know? It's like... You know, I wrote a song last year. Oh, yeah? Because I, I know you're looking at your hair. Because we are. I, I forget the name of it, but it's coming out in theaters. It's a okay. movie. It ended up being a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy who's lying. <laughs> These are the things in my car. All of the wonderful things in my car. A broken guitar. A half-smoked cigar. Some pee in a jar. The things in my car. They may not be luxury, but they are everything I need. Come and build a life with me and the things in my car. And then if I was lucky, I'd bring her back to my place and I'd sing her this next verse. These are the things in my apartment. All of the wonderful things in my apartment. A little compartment with a silk undergarment and pills for penile enlargement and a letter from the fire department and things in my apartment. There's some cat poo on the mat and I don't even have a cat. Tell me what you think of that and the things in my apartment. So by now the girl would be long gone. But I would sing this next song by myself. (laughs) These are the things in my room. All of the wonderful things in my room. A dusty old broom. A Batman costume. A book by Judy Bloom. A bag full of shrooms. A general sense of impending doom. The things in my room. They may not mean much to thee, but they mean all of the world to me. Come with me and you can see the things in my room. Wow. As my buddy Michael Connell would say, 
That song's gotten me five hookers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a beautiful song. Get it? Because you pay for hookers. Do you, hey, guys, you guys, you should have Mike O'Connell on here. Do you know Mike? Oh, I love him. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'd be great. He sings, uh, uh, I, I want, uh, originally, you know. Uh, uh, I, Asian babies. Yeah, I, I only oh, yeah. say that because that's how you're introduced to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. 13 years ago. That's, you know, I, when he was singing that, I'm like. You know, some, somebody can do one thing, and you're like, well, if they did that, that means they probably have a lot of other stuff I'd like. Because, <laughs> you know, that's certainly... Can I, can I tell And he performed story. the fuck out of that song. I'd like to retell one of his stories. If, if you don't okay. perform like that, why perform? He performs the fuck out of that story, and he sings the fuck out of it. Well, this story could turn into, like, an act-out between you and me. No, um, I don't want to... But first, any, I'll tell I don't want to be nervous. You just... I'll do whatever comes to my mind. He told me he had a show. This is a great comic story, you know. Like and this is Mike uh, Michael Connell. Michael Connell. He told me he had a show in Cleveland at the Hilarities or one of those clubs out mm. there, or maybe it was the Improv. I don't know. But he had an awful set. People were booing him off the stage. He hated them. They hated him. And at the end of his set, he said, "Well, this is normally when I say thank you, but I'm not going to do that because I think you're a bunch of fucking cunts." And uh, they booed him more and whatever. The next day, Mike's at the condo and he gets a call from the club owner. And the club owner was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, liked your set. It was good. Uh, we try to, you know, we don't, we're not like a clean club or whatever. But we try to limit the language a little bit. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe tonight, instead of cunts, you could say like, you know, something like... <laughs> Bitches or something like that. <laughs> like he thought that was just something that he says every single night. And he's like, "Well, let's hope that I don't say anything like that." But it's just right, right. Oh, yeah. he's gonna do that same. <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, maybe tonight when you tell him off, you could tell him that they're a bunch of bitches or something. Yeah. Maybe try not to say." Like as if that's just something that happens. I, I totally all the missed time. that. I totally missed that oh, the first great. time. Well, here, let's let's act it out. Let's. You're the club owner. And. uh I think I think I, um, I don't really understand. No, no, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to make you be an actor. phone? Club owner calling. Uh, Hello. See, I don't know what the role. <laughs> I ran into a horrible voice. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 What else do I got before we say goodnight? We have uh, this. Sometimes you just know what people need. Well, that's because that's why people are jealous of my show, because I know sometimes. Just oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to take you in for the close, everybody. I like that. That's some mandolin or One something right there. Wow. Henry Phillips, everybody. We go in for the close. Oh, with, yeah. With the almighty Henry Phillips. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Can we get another song out of you to close the show? Well, well I already put this away. Well, don't but be I'll, lazy. I'll do you want me to have somebody get it out for you? No, it's okay. Let me. I'll get. I'll, okay, he's unzipping his guitar over there. We also talk about back to the beach. Oh, back to the beach. Let me see. Why do you have to make it? My favorite part of back to the beach was uh, when I had to pee to look into shit. <laughs> from the stalls. Anyway, that's all I wanted to talk about. 
No, that scares you. I don't want to be petrified to pee. Like every time I went into the bathroom, I would like put it off because they have those stalls. By the way, that's not the point of the the, the festival was great. Why do we have to lead with that? I was in San Diego this weekend and uh, I went to dinner with my brother. And, uh, you know, it's like a two and a half hour drive. And uh, I said, uh, well, we better get going because I, I got to go all the time. I go, we, we better get going. I got to take a shit. <laughs> it was really a. Uh, it was really funny. <laughs> it was really funny. Our, our buddy Bruce Gray. There was a. He took a picture of a. Uh, it was a porter potty, but it, it was a gender gender neutral porter potty. Oh, yeah. They're trying to be like a forward thinking porter potty company. Good for them. Um, well, what's but funny listen, is, hold on. I'm hold starting on. to see this around West Hollywood all over the place, where it's 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 not only gender neutral, but it's got a whole message on there saying like we have this bathroom for anybody no matter what gender that you are whatever which is great except for they're always the only times i've ever seen it is on a one for where it's just one person anyway right. so it's not like they're doing you know right. they don't <laughs> understand what's controversial about the whole thing. right 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 they're just grandstanding exactly so. I, I i'm glad that story ended up being something i don't have to edit you were saying uh, you know i know i know yeah you never know with you henry yeah, take it out I know, anyways it's true <laughs> yeah no, take it henry. out anyway i like no why this <laughs> is because i'm mentioning something controversial <laughs> even though i'm not saying no. anything about you said what you said was what you said was uh, perfect. No, it's it proves true. you can discuss anything, but uh, you're you're po- you're poking fun at something. Yeah, it's just, to just you know being mean spirited like, towards ooh, the great, whole thing. Oh, great sacrifice! This is exactly the bathroom that it was a year ago before you you know. <laughs> but but it is cool that they're given. I have it now. You know what? Did you, you see know? it on my house? <laughs> I think you're talking about my my bathroom in my house. No, I didn't. Oh, see it that. says it's gender free. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. That. I said here at the Todd Glass Show, <laughs> all our bathrooms are. Uh, what do you call them? Neutral. Neutral, neutral free. I'm sorry. Neutral. <laughs> Whatever it is. Who gives a shit? No gender. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like I'm a exhausted. Bathroom. I'm exhausted. Um. Well, this is called petrified to pee. Uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I want to. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're, hold, hold on. Oh. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to <laughs> say anything? Because we're gonna oh. close with. Oh, this. you really are. Okay. Yeah. There, I want to. Well, now I'm scared because there really isn't a song called Petrified to Pee. Oh, there uh, isn't. Well, no. you have to. You know what? Paul F. Tompkins said you're scared shitless of improvising like him. Is it maybe he's just trying to start a fight? Oh man! He said, "Paul, he, I'm he tired of Paul. all my bits are really going into the shitter." Um, gender, um, gender neutral shitter. Gender neutral <laughs> shitter. Thank you. At least that makes me sound forward thinking. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, Henry's Kitchen is still alive and well. When's the last time you did one? I just did one about two days ago. I want, well, can we watch I it did. tonight after yeah, yeah, the show? Yeah, yeah, that would be great. It's called... Uh, can we go watch it in the living room? Yep. What's it called? This one that I just did is... Uh, what the fuck was it? Oh, falafels. Henry's you mind not cursing? Balls. Do you mind sorry, not cursing? Sorry. And if you want to say the C word, can you instead of... No. Yeah. It's a call no, falafel. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, falafel. Falafels. Uh, falafel. But they're on my Patreon. That's the catch. Uh, what, are you, what, are you, what, so what are you talking about? Patreon.com slash Henry's oh, cool. Kitchen. And that's oh, nice. that's the way I do them now. I, I'm sorry. It, I need a dollar for every video that I put out. That's the only way I'm able to make it still go. I know a lot of people are going to think I'm an asshole. You know what? I don't think so. You know, yeah, it's just like, you know, I'm I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> that was a terrible way to say it. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. You know what? You 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 just say hey there you know we all you, you just uh, ma- you make content sometimes it's at the club sometimes it's a mixture of the clubs and you know some other s- some people it's their podcast some people it's their YouTube channel yeah, it's all know. no I don't think I don't think um, any I don't you know I don't think anybody cares you know no can yeah, I plug something real quick sure yeah. yeah Henry Phillips special neither here nor there right. will be on Amazon Prime 
May 25th, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was an exact yeah. date yet. But and you know yeah, what? Seriously, I'd love that. Can I tell you something? What do I ask? Finally. Watch it, watch it, watch it, and then tweet nice things at Henry. You know what? Twitter is such a... Twitter? And by the way, I still say it. Overwhelmingly, they throw a lot of love around on Twitter. They do. You know, I tweet know. about it now that you're getting excited for it. Start the tweets now. Start the I tweets don't get now. a lot of that. Uh, well, start that getting love it. that you're talking. Well, you about know what? Throw it out, you'll get it. Uh, no boohoo. On Twitter, I Sorry. see. I see a lot of. This is what somebody said. Some obscure that too. said this. There's that too. What are you going to do about it? Get enraged all day that somebody said that? And I'm just like, I'm done with it. Yeah, there's both. I don't know why. I see the. Uh, it should be something like. This is what a nice person said who's very reasonable. There is. I'm telling you. I, yeah. I think it's a little therapy thing here going on with a lot of people because I think you have to see. Because I see. I'm not made pretending the negative. Now, I'm not saying the negative doesn't exist. But I don't think anyone's really. I, I, I don't make. I, the, the, my version of the positive is not a diluted version in my head. I'm not crazy. And people go, it's about 5% nice. Todd, for some reason, thinks it's a lot more. No, it is a lot more. I think it's just. it's You just got to like. You know, you, there's how many cool stories just about something that finds a dog I end up reading on Twitter or something cool. I'm or serious. Like overthrew that's simple. the government in Sunia or the yeah. Ukraine. or I know that. I'm saying it at simplest. Uh, you know, so I don't know what the... I don't know. Except you. They do say a lot of mean shit about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I don't know why, though, because I like what you I do. I think I asked for it. My face. Thank you. Your fa That's what somebody <laughs> said in the Instagram video They're about your face. They want to. They like your act, but they want to punch you in the face. Does and anybody I remember this, uh, Neil Diamond? Only you. You and the night and the right kind of music and only you. Yeah, there's only you, babe And only the moments that we spend together will ever do And only me Me like the fool with his head in the clouds could believe But I believe Dreams can come true only you And so I dreamed I'd wait for the moment I'm hoping, I'm praying That what I dreamed Would soon come true I'd have you forever And ever be lonely again Not only Lovers too With only you Here we go Me I was that fool on the hill You know I'd be waiting there still Hoping you'd come back again I heard your name Echoing soft through the trees is this entertaining to anybody? Yes, I love it. You know it was calling to me And nothing could keep me away I only wanted to hold you And only you That's off of On the Way to the Sky. It's Neil Diamond. It's his seventh album. And you know what? 
The album came out on 7777. What? Yeah. But. That's my new thing. That's bullshit, though, what I just wow. said. That's it's sort of a double. Dude. It's a double it's trivia. Whoa. Like the first part's I trivia, it. but then it turns out then to be turns that out both, to be of them both of them are bullshit. What Dude. the fuck? <laughs> That's a great way to end the show, Damn. don't you think? I'd say so. Strum the guitar, please. And that was the oh, end. What? No. Do you have anything I'm else you want to plug? E minor. Okay, go ahead. That's going to be the last thing they hear. E minor. And then what you do, you're going to strum your guitar, and then it's going to roll from that into a Mr. Rogers song sung by Chris Farron that tells people what they need to hear. And I want you to listen to the last song on the show today with a little more clarity than you've ever listened to it before. And I want you to 15 second, and I want you to play it two or three times. We know you heard it, but this time I know you heard listen. It. Listen. This is my favorite chord. Soak it in. Here it is. It's the E minor note. Okay. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like Com.